My friends and fellow countrymen, thank you for joining me today. As you know, our nation is at a crossroads. Our political climate is reaching a boiling point that hasn't been seen since the 1850s in our nation. No longer do we identify as American, but rather as Democrat or Republican, as liberal or conservative, as authoritarian or as libertarian, as fascist or as so-called anti-fascist. Attempting any sort of argument using data, reason, or facts automatically categorizes you as intolerant. Disagreeing with someone makes you biased. Not sharing a similar viewpoint makes you prejudiced. I am here to tell you today that I am all three of those, intolerant, biased, and prejudiced, and rightly so. Today, we're seeing more communist and socialist sympathies among our youth than any other time in our great nation's history. Young people are feeling the burn and supporting self-proclaimed democratic socialists as if Marxism has become the hip thing to do. These young adults need only to open a history book to see how murderous and destructive communism truly is. It's claimed over 100 million victims alone in the 20th century. Leaders like Fidel Castro and Che Guevara, Pol Pot and Mao Zedong, Vladimir Lenin and Joseph Stalin are not individuals to be idolized, but rather individuals to serve as a warning to the danger of Marxist political thought. If wanting to fight back against the tide of Bolshevist, communist, socialist sympathies makes me intolerant, then by God, I am intolerant. Our once glorious cities, cities that were the center of culture and the arts, cities that were good and safe places to raise a family, are now cesspools of crime. I'd sooner walk down the war-ravaged streets of Aleppo or Raqqa than I would any street in Flint or Baltimore or Oakland or Detroit or New Orleans. Capitalist greed gone wild, companies working in the interest of profit rather than the interest of their fellow Americans drove mighty industries from our cities. This great manufacturing exodus left many of our great cities shells of their former selves. Darkness and crime and drug abuse and degeneracy made a home in the husk of many a former beautiful, bustling metropolis. If wanting safe neighborhoods, revitalized cities, and gainful employment for every able-bodied citizen makes me intolerant, then I am intolerant. We've seen a drastic shift in the amount of filth and degeneracy on our TV sets. Social media bombards us daily with scenes of child drag shows, men cross-dressing as women, and women dressing as men. We have an entire generation of young men who have access to pornographic material at their fingertips. The next great step for the progressives is the normalization of pedophilia. Oh, it sounds outrageous, but there are organizations out there peddling such filth as a normal part of the quote-unquote human sexual identity spectrum. Rather than learning to fish, hunt, cook, sew, balance a budget, fix a two-stroke engine, or any other number of useful things, children and young teens are instead learning about gender, gender identity and disassembling the quote-unquote gender Binary. 
Boys as young as 10 and 11 are entering drag pageants, cross-dressing and sexualizing their bodies in front of willing adults, all while their parents cheer them on, as if parenting is no longer about preparing your offspring for the future, but rather is about showing the world how progressive and cool you are. If wanting the return of our youth's innocent makes me intolerant, then I am proudly intolerant. Children are our future, Ronald Reagan once said. If that is so, and I humbly do believe it is, then our children are a sorry mess. Screen time has become the new playtime. How much easier it is to plop a child down with the latest Xbox game than it is to truly be a parent. Let them have the illusion of accomplishment for a few hours. Books are relics of the past. Playing outside is something that was only done before the advent of the PlayStation Network. In the most vital, formative years, children are learning that sitting in front of a screen, consuming whatever media is assaulting their eyes for hours on end, is acceptable behavior. Why work hard at something in the real world when you can have that ever-so-appealing instant gratification in the digital one? If wanting our children to be productive, industrious citizens rather than mindless consumers of mainstream drivel makes me intolerant, then by God, I am intolerant. The prevalation of instant gratification is destroying our people. Hedonism is the it thing. Our media and television glorifies the lifestyles of the modern day landed gentry. We see the newest brand of designer clothing and we simply must have it. The new smartphone has more features, and even though last year's model still functions perfectly fine, we must have the new one. Our materialistic desires come at a steep financial cost, a cost most American families simply cannot afford. So we get out our credit cards and buy, 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 letting our hedonistic, materialistic instincts and desires take over. We get into piles of debt, making the bankers, merchants, and elites even richer while we continue our fruitless pursuit of the next best thing. No man has ever found his purpose through seeking materialism. No woman has ever felt fulfilled because she had the latest and greatest gadget. Rather than filling our lives with stuff, we should focus on improving ourselves. Finally losing that weight will feel much better than getting the latest smartphone. Learning and perfecting a new skill is much more rewarding than any video game will ever be. Paying off debt and being free from the clutches of unsavory debt merchants is a far better feeling than obtaining any material good through credit. If wanting to see my countrymen focus on self-improvement rather than materialistic improvement means I'm intolerant, then I am intolerant. My friends, I wrote much of these words not behind a screen, but rather on a notepad within the quiet, wooded solitude of my local state park. There's something so simple, yet deeply thought-provoking in being among the tall oak trees that grow along the path to reach my favorite spot here. I had to hike several miles, and as I did so, I could hear the scattering wildlife rustling through the leaves. At one point along the path, the oaks and underbrush clear to reveal a gorgeous lake shore. The water, a beautiful crystal blue. 
Scenes similar to this are a part of what makes our nation so great, and the enjoyment of such natural wonder should be a right for all of my countrymen. To destroy this great land in the name of business and opportunity, this great land of wonders provided to us through the providence, perseverance, and patriotism of our forefathers would be an affront to everything they fought and died to secure. If wanting to preserve our wondrous North American continent makes me in any way intolerant, biased, or prejudiced, then yes, I suppose I am. And if wanting to protect our Constitution and the vision our founding fathers idealized and actualized in that Constitution makes me any of those things, I suppose I am. If loving America and hating the Bolshevist and Leninist scum who seek to undermine our constitutionally guaranteed rights makes me any of those things, then I'll proudly wear those titles, intolerant, biased, prejudiced, as badges. A new day is dawning in America, my friends. No longer will we sit idly by as communist sympathizers subvert our people and undermine our freedoms and destroy our proud history. If loving my people, loving my culture, appreciating my history, embracing my identity, and wanting to carry on our proud traditions makes me intolerant, then by God, I am intolerant. And I hope that you will be as well. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America.